<laughs> All right, welcome back. Uh, here we go. Um, yeah, the stink show. So this episode is going to be about method acting and what I know about it, and also about Jeremy Strong. Because I, if you follow me on Twitter, um, a couple weeks ago I made a comment that uh, season four of Succession would be the last because if you read between the lines, everybody's sick of dealing with Jeremy Strong, um, which got me in some hot water with Jeremy Strong fans. Uh, yeah, a couple hundred of them came out to, to uh, educate me about how stupid I was and how talented this man is and how everybody also that he's a little, that he's a teenage girl. There's this whole like feminism thing to it, which made no sense. Um, I'm pretty up to speed on the way satire and, uh, and irony works. Um, and if, if the joke is that the Jeremy Strong character is a terrible human, uh, who's part of the, the patriarchy and, and the joke, the joke is to call him a feminist uh ironically um i just i don't think many people on twitter of those jeremy strong avatar seven or eight followers um i don't think they get it but that's okay let's go let's get into it a little bit so method acting oh boy was this a deep one um method acting these days is is sort of shorthand for staying in character and staying in character is sort of shorthand for um, the process by which many actors and actresses um, go about their craft. To name a few of the good ones, or at least uh, some successful ones, uh, Jim Carrey. I don't know. I don't know exactly if he stayed in character as Dumb and Dumber. Uh, maybe he did, um, but I do know that he stayed in character the entire time that he was doing the Andy Kaufman movie, which. Uh, there's a there's a Netflix documentary about the Andy Kaufman movie. Um, I, th I think it's called Andy and Me or Andy and uh, Jim, maybe Jim and Andy. I don't know. Uh, but it's a very good little lesson into uh, what staying in character and method acting can be like. Um, that's one of that's one where he stayed in character as as an actual human, as a historical figure. Um, which is a little bit different than, say, the Joker or whoever. Um, other famous, quote-unquote, method actors who stay in character, uh, Robert De Niro, Christian Bale, Natalie Portman, Adrian Brody, Daniel Day-Lewis, of course, Hilary Swank, Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, Dustin Hoffman, Kate Winslet, Jack Nicholson, Al Pacino, Marlon Brando, and Paul Newman. Um, most of them... Uh, that I just mentioned, studied or or, or adhere to the, the method um, as described by Lee Strasberg. So there's, in, in my uh, experience, there's, there's really four sort of schools of, of acting that, that are sort of on the, let's, I, I love the word hoity-toity. Yeah, these are, these are the, uh, the prestige teachers. Stanislavski, uh, Konstantin Stanislavski, he's a, a Russian theater dude, uh, died in 1938. Um, he, he, there's, there's the, the, the actor prepares, I believe is his book. And I do believe I've read it. Um, it's been a long time. Um, and I was kind of looking for, uh, answers as to whether method was about staying in character. 
and I, I read all that long before I became an actor. Um, the three sort of modern, if you will, uh, acting schools, Lee Strasberg, uh, who, who has developed the method, Stella Adler, um, and Sanford Meisner. Um, I did read a book from Lee Strasberg. Um, that one might be the, the actor prepares. I might have that wrong. It, it might be Strasberg or Stanislavski. I'm not sure. I don't believe I've studied any Stella. Um, don't know much about Stella aside from the fact that she was um, a bit more on like the social sociological aspect of acting, which is not really my approach to it. And then Sanford Meisner, who I I did take I took multiple classes of Meisner technique, um, and we'll get to that in a minute. But it's weird. He's he's even though that's who I studied, um, I don't practice any of his stuff. I'm definitely not a Meisner actor. Um, strangely, after I did a couple roles, and I met a couple other actors, um, one of my best friends who uh, who I met early on is, is I'll call him Oso on here. Um, he kind of pointed out to me cause we were, we were playing music together. He's a bass player. And the first time we jammed together, um, we were writing some stuff and jamming and, and creatively, you know, writing out some songs. And during a smoke break, um, he, he was like, you know what? You're a method musician. And I was like, what the fuck are you, what are you talking about? And he's like, you have to get in character. Anytime you, anytime you sing in a voice that's not your own, you have to adopt a character. And it blew my mind. I'd been a musician for 30 years, 25 years at that time. And nobody ever said that to me. Um, but it is kind of true. And um, even though when I'm acting, I'm not technically staying in character, um, I do prepare like a, a method actor. Um, so let me tell you a little bit more about Meisner. Um, good dude might work for you, might work for anybody, but his, his acting theory, his, his, his main thing, it was to, is to focus on, focus on anything but yourself, especially focus on your scene partners. Um, there's a lot of repetition and he does a lot of repetition, um, acting exercises. So you get you come to a Meisner class and you've you've got a scene you're working on with a partner, but before you ever open the script or talk about the script, you sit down um, almost knee to knee, facing each other, and you just start commenting very basic uh, on you know um, a, a Meisner would be like um, you have red hair, and then the other person would go I have red hair. And then you take a beat, and then they would go, uh, you're wearing a blue shirt. And the other, I'm wearing a blue shirt. And you do this until it, it, they kind of talk about it almost like when you focus on one of those, you know, sailboat uh, eye exercise things. The, the Meisner teachers are like, just stay there. Stay there in that uncomfortable place and make eye contact and, you know, sync up your breathing and, and make all these sort of, simple observations about each other and, and somehow you're going to lock in psychologically and, and be really good in the scene together. To me, it was complete horse crap and I couldn't stop laughing through, through all of the classes. I was like, are, are, is this, are you, are we serious about this? You, this is, this is a, this is an acting technique that you're charging me money to come show up and learn. This is insane. 
Um, not a big fan. And I've never done it since. I, I truly find it kind of silly. Um, but Straussburg and the method, um, aside from staying in character, uh, what it challenges you to do is is live under the, the as close of a circumstance as you can to that person and sort of test drive, test drive your role. So if, if you have a chance, Robin Williams was famous for going out about town in his in his Mrs. Doubtfire um, makeup and and doing the voice and seeing if he, if he could pass. Um, if you're if you're doing an accent, uh, you know, spend a day and, and, and just kind of see if you can see if you can fool people pass you know at 7-eleven see if you can get them to think you're actually irish um the staying in character part is somewhat misunderstood and uh it can be very 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 helpful i've done it i've been in scenes with others who have done it i would say when i was doing it i probably wasn't doing it very well um, but while I'm not actually quote unquote staying in character, um, I definitely have sort of lived in the role and tried it on and, and felt, make sure I could feel authentic in, in whatever I was going to do. I do want to make a, a quick point about character acting, um, which is mostly what I've done. I think, um, character acting is not necessarily just supporting actor or an actor that doesn't have lines. Uh, the term character actor is uh, typically actors who, who who have smaller roles, but they're playing unusual or uh, you know off-center, uh, interesting or eccentric characters. So uh, the the roles that I've done, um, a, a crackhead, uh, a dirty cop. Uh, uh, incompetent scientist, a um, cyborg news man. Um, it took, I probably had a dozen or so films under my under my belt when somebody on Twitter actually said, oh my gosh, you're a character actor. And at that point, I didn't really know what that was, so I looked it up. Um, I also heard somebody describe character acting as a smaller supporting role, but with something um, sort of significantly altered about yourself. So maybe an accent, maybe losing weight, um, something quirky where, where you're, you're adopting it as sort of a, 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 a key part of that role's personality. Um, I love those roles. They're, they're, they're great. Um, and they're perfect for sort of the stay in character method acting. Um, it's a smaller role. So you, you're, you're there, a, a, a smaller amount of time, um, usually less than a week. And if you can do it properly, um, you come in, you know, in, in wardrobe if you can, and you, you show up on set and you're ready to go and you kind of stay in character a little bit to let the, the leads and the supporting actors, the, the, the people who are doing the heavy lifting. Um, it, this was explained to me by, by a, a character, a, um, a method actor who was staying in character um, on one of my early roles where I had to I had to do a little stunt. I had to I had to dive into a, a crawl space and then kind of collect myself as a cop. And then I discover this. Um, I discover a, a man who's who's hiding down there, um, who's been shot. So we must have. I think we did 42 takes. It was brutal. Um, but he stayed in character from about 9:30 in the morning till I think it was about six o'clock at night when we started to wrap. 
and he and I had dressing rooms right next to each other and it was phenomenal because we, I, you know, I was, I was very new to acting and I was all fired up and everything really excited to have a dressing room and I'd, I'd be in there and I could hear him in the next room struggling as, as if he'd been shot, as if he was bleeding out from his gut. Um, he didn't necessarily stay in it all the way through lunch, I don't think, but for the most part, if his door was open, if anybody could interact with him, he, he stayed in that, in that space, um, kind of holding his gut, grunting, wheezing, you know, struggling. Um, when we did rap, now when we, when, when I rap, I, I'm, I'm like a, the, the Irish goodbye or whatever they call it. Um, I'm out of my wardrobe and undoing my, my lav mics, wiping my, my makeup off as soon as they, as soon as I hear uh, I'm wrapped, that's, that's a day for it. What, you know, uh, I don't stick around. I'm out. Boom. Um, but I got a chance to meet him. He, he, he came into my dressing room and he had a, he, he was cleaned up and he was extremely polite and, and, and generous. And he said, I hope that didn't make things more difficult on you. And I was like, no, not at all. Um, it's nice to meet you. And he just very quickly and politely explained, um, that he doesn't always do that, but that he felt, he saw, he noticed that I was doing a lot and that I was, I was newer to acting and that frankly, I was kind of struggling with the physicality of it all. And, and, um, we did a zillion takes cause I, you know, I'd fall into the crawl space and then I'd fumble my gun or I'd, I had a flashlight or I'd drop it, you know, anything could screw up a take. Um, so we had to do it over and over. And he, he basically said, I didn't want, I didn't want you to fall into that pit and not know what you were going to have. I wanted you to have a consistent day. Um, cause you had a really difficult part. And I, I honestly was almost in tears. Um, cause it was just such a generous thing for him to do, um, to help me get through my rough day. How, however, having said that, um, there are guys like Jared Leto who don't really, I mean, he's, <sighs> I don't know. I don't. Heath Ledger did the Joker role, uh, and he's a method actor. Joaquin Phoenix does it. He's a method actor. Jared Leto did it. He's a method actor. Um, the three are very, very, very different, and it's the same role basically. Um, Heath Ledger couldn't have been better. I don't, it's one of the greatest film acting performances I think we've ever seen. I, I'm sometimes moved to tears watching it because I cannot believe we lost that man. Um, with, I mean, a world of potential and, and a career, an interesting career ahead of him. Um, but Jared Leto did all the, you know, he did it all. It seemed to be more to grab headlines, right? He, what did he do? He sent used condoms and what, what did he, rats and just disgusted pig's heads and blood and stuff to his, to his castmates, I guess. Um, and that was, again, that was an ensemble, um, and he apparently was just, a, you know, what well, Jared Leto's a horrible human being. He's, I believe he's, he's got some pedophile charges against him, some horrible sexual assault allegations, allegations, allegedly, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then Joaquin Phoenix did it. And I haven't seen the last one. Um, frankly, I didn't see the Jared Leto one either. Uh, they looked like trash to me. Um, actually, the, the Joaquin Phoenix one looks pretty good, but... Uh, for whatever reason, I haven't done it yet. I was in a weird place when it came out. Um, so, 
Robert De Niro gained a bunch of weight for Raging Bull, uh, and he, he's, I mean, it's Robert De Niro. He's as good as it gets, right? Christian Bale, the the machinist, uh, oh, just, and he he went on an incredible run during during the time he was doing three Batmans and getting all buff. He would you know get all fat and do a role, or get all skinny and do a role. Um, the body transformation thing, even though I've I've started with Robert De Niro and Christian Bale, um, that's kind of I mean, method actors end up committing to roles that way, but the the weight loss and, and the body transformation things not really tied to method but um they certainly do it natalie portman um i, I was honestly kind of uh, surprised to see her on the list uh, daniel day lewis probably the best at it if you if you believe all the press and everything uh, i think he stayed in character as, as lincoln for two years i think he was uh, i think he learned to be a shoemaker and a I think he broke a rib in my left foot. I mean, the the guy commits to no end, and uh, I don't think he's ever met anybody in his in his own personality on set. Um, but people people, were, you know, they'll cancel their wedding to to be able to work with this guy. So his reputation is impeccable. Hillary Swank, Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, um, Joaquin Phoenix. He, he, he He's, I think he's shaped up a little bit, and he's gotten, he's gotten it under control. But he did that movie with um, Affleck's brother, Casey Affleck. Um, I'm, not, I'm still here, where he was 24/7 as a rap, a rapper. Um, got in trouble on David Letterman. That was kind of a, a, a exercise in uh, method acting excess and, and, and indulgence. Dustin Hoffman, I believe there's a great story. I think Sir 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 Lawrence Olivier, if I got that right, um, and Dustin Hoffman were working on. I think it might have been Marathon Marathon Man. I'm not entirely sure, but I believe uh, Hoffman stayed up for a couple nights to to look hung hung over and strung out and and insomniatic. And uh, I believe Sir Lawrence Olivier showed up on 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 set, saw him looking like that, and said, "Oh my gosh, you look horrible." And somebody told him, "Yeah, he's been up in the." And I believe he said, it's called acting, dear boy. You should try it. Not everybody's as talented as Sir Lawrence Olivier. Um, Kate Winslet. Uh, Jack Nicholson. A good one. Um, yeah, Jack's done some some pretty pretty wild stuff um, in his career. Uh, but also, I, people who love to, love to work with him, He uh, there's multiple stories of him on A, a Few Good Men and the generosity that he had in, in sticking around and doing his own blocking and, and, and his own off-camera work. Um, Al Pacino. Yeah. Scent of a woman. Hey, hoo-ah, whatever. Uh, on and on. There's a bunch of them. Which brings me to a man named Jeremy Strong. So, Jeremy Strong plays Kendall on Succession. Succession Season 4 premieres this Sunday on HBO. I love the show. I really do. I love the show a lot. I think it's well done. I think it's well written. I love the cast. I love the ensemble. Um, what I don't like is that Jeremy Strong keeps doing these profile pieces where uh, he he I I think he did a Vanity Fair and a GQ, and I think they both were self-indulgent, a little bit odd, um, and very uh, self-promoting. Uh, if you ask me, apparently the, the Jeremy Strong community feels differently, completely differently. But let me say this. 
anytime you do this, anytime you do the, the character acting or the, or the method acting thing, um, you're, you're centering the energy on yourself. Um, unless you're doing it generously, like, like, like I said, in my experience, but Jeremy Strong is truly the, the list I gave you, Jer J Jim Carrey, Robert De Niro, Christian Bale, Natalie Portman, Adrian Brody, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, Hilary Swank, Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, Dustin Hoffman, Kate Winslet, Jared Leto, Jack Nicholson, Al Pacino. Oh, I forgot two biggies. Marlon freaking Brando and Paul Newman. Um, all of them are film stars. Not one of them, as far as I know, uh, stayed in character on a television show. So the difference between filming a movie and a television show are, I mean, there's a zillion that you're well aware of. The, the reason that it comes up in this method acting thing for me is when you're on a film, um, you, you pretty much know you, you get the entire script or at least you get your sides and you know the, the entire arc of your character. And so you receive the script, you read it, and then you figure, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna develop this character. I'm gonna go in deep into this character. And I'm gonna stay in character until it's over. Well, on a film, um, that is, let's say, three to four, five months. If, if, I mean, if you do a, if you're filming for ninety days, whew, that's a big, that's a, that's a, a doozy. Um, and everybody who's involved um, is pretty much informed of, of that whether you're staying in character or not sometimes they don't if you're a big star whatever but in my experience um <laughs> i i i get sent a lot of scripts they're smaller independent art films student films um not a i'm not famous i'm not a big movie star um but i get sent scripts and and uh like i said i've, I've been extremely spoiled and and i get to do some character acting so a lot of times i get the, the juiciest little role and then I get, you know, they start to block out your availability. So uh, I'm working on a film right now, and it, 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 there's three weekends in April and two in May, and a couple days here and there with pickups that we have to do on certain locations. Um, so I already know my, my role, and I know my availability, um, and I know when it'll be over. On a television sh show uh, like Succession, where it's, where it's a, with an ensemble the way it is, um, you sign up, you, you sign up a, a deal to do, like a holding deal to do a pilot, and then if it gets picked up, you're going to do a season or, you know, a couple seasons with an option, whatever. Um, on a series like Succession, uh, with the ensemble that it is, there are shows like I, I, Friends comes to mind. Um, Seinfeld comes to mind. When your main cast is, is all together, sort of as you, as you wind down each season, you know, you start to have that that discussion as to, all right, well, we, are we going to do another season? Are we going to do this? And I've never been on a television show, but I've, you know, I read a lot of books and stuff, and I've I have done some entertainment contracts and stuff like that. So uh, everybody who's on Succession, um, Sarah Snook, and uh, you know, all of them, everybody, uh, the main guy and the other guy and the brother and the brother and the other guy and the sister. Um, they're all a part of this kind of, you know, you're part of a team and, and you fly into these places and you, you set up and you do this and your crew, some crew is with you, some crew's local 
and you're this little army of of creative you know schmoes and you've got you've got these scripts you got to do and they're long days and they're tiring it's it's acting is a weird thing it's it's certainly not digging ditches i swear to god it's not that hard um but it is long days and you're emotionally available through the whole thing so it's a lot of my friends that have said like dude we need we need a small part can you just come and you i swear to god you can do it um i've taken three or four people that way to to sets and kind of sold them as a small part um that on the the drive home 100 percent of the time they're like oh my god am i exhausted and you look back at your day and you're like well we were there for 11 hours that's a long day but most of the day we were just kind of milling around the bagels and the and the craft services waiting for somebody to go yeah it's your turn and you know it's really honestly it's like an hour and a half worth of work and nine and a half hours of standing around but that nine and a half hours of standing around um often is you know you're you're trying to steal a couple minutes with your scene partner if they're not busy and you're trying to rehearse and then you're listening to the you know there's a lot going on and, and you're just acting is is emotionally taxing and also often often physically but it's certainly not hard work it's just taxing work i guess anywho um jeremy strong apparently stays in character for the entire succession filming run they do eight to ten episodes of a, an hour each that's you know that's the length of at least four to five um feature films and it can take up seven eight months of the calendar and then uh m most of the people left on that on, on in that cast um rest do promotion or whatever but they come back ready to go jeremy's got a very uh ambitious career in in progress uh he does a couple movies etc um but staying in character in in the jeremy strong character kendall who's a fucking asshole a a broken bad human being he murdered a fucking waiter uh negligent homicide whatever um anyway watch the show but um don't take any shit from jeremy strong's fans because uh, staying in character for a television show is absurd those people i i, I don't know how he handles rehearsals I'll, i do know that that um brian cox his name's brian cox anyway uh season four starts this sunday i recommend watching it it's got a great theme song um aside from jeremy strong and brian cox uh the show's created by jesse armstrong it's amazing he's he's a, he he came from a couple other great projects i don't i don't recall what they are off the top of my head but he's, it's an amazing series um the other actors in the ensemble that are that are amazing to me nicholas braun brian cox kieran culkin matthew mcfaden Alan Ruck, Sarah Snook, Jay Smith Cameron, and um, it's produced by uh, Dirty Sanchez or Gary Sanchez, what it, uh, Will Farrell and Adam McKay. Anyway, uh, Jeremy Strong's a bunch of bullshit. He's he's putting his his fellow castmates in a terrible position. Uh, it's it's a mis it's a misapplication of a misunderstood acting technique um, that. Frankly, I think he's doing it for attention. I think he's doing it for headlines. I don't think it's adding much to the role. Um, it's 
it's it's not there's there's nothing about the Kendall role that warrants him staying in character and being uh, difficult. Um, sure, apply the method, do things in your preparation that are that are extreme and, and get you there. Um, but be be respectful to your coworkers. Have a fucking bagel and some and some Chex Mix, some fruit, whatever. I mean, just be um, be a joy to work with. That's probably one of the most important lesson lessons I can give you for any any collaborative art form. Um, be as be as cooperative and and easy to work with as possible. That's it for now. That's the Jeremy Strong episodes. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. The Stinky Think Tank podcast is written, produced, and hosted by me, Harley Ross. Today's theme song was written by Stevie Sixstring and performed by The Hard Way. There are several ways to support the show. Please consider like, liking, commenting, and subscribing, following, I don't know, whatever the thing is, whatever it offers you. Do it all. Uh, thanks. See you next time.